Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're back in part two. Sorry, that's a that's a Parks and Recreation reference, um, and we are here eating Trader Joe's mini seventy percent cacao dark chocolate bars, super smooth Belgian chocolate. I always. When I first started to see like cacao everywhere, I was like, oh my God, have I been spelling cocoa wrong my entire life? (laughs) Luckily, it wasn't me. It was just the hipsters bringing cacao. But I'm glad they did. It's one letter difference. I know. Nope. The A. C-O. Yeah. Coco. C-O-A. Yeah. It makes you question everything you know. The A's and the O's are different. That's interesting. Isn't cocoa just like... I don't remember. C-O-C-O-A? Well, like the bean, I think, is the cacao bean. Cacao. I fucking hate Cacao. Cacao. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to like turn into a bird if I say cacao. 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 <laughs> I think that that's probably like a rational fear. Well, Paul just opened his bar and I already devoured mine. Look, it even says Trader Joe's on it. It's like there's really a little cute. imprint of Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. Oh. I don't know what I would do without them. I did have a little issue with their produce this week, which I'm not super pumped about. Really? I know. But that's okay. Like fruits, veggies? Uh, yeah, I got some green beans that were like dried out. But instead of complaining, I just went back and bought another bag. I was like, oh, it's my my fault, not yours, Trader Joe's. Wait, that happened to me one time. At Trader Joe's? Yeah, they pride themselves in like the cheese world. And one time I had the cheese for a week and it got moldy. That's kind of long. No, a cheese block. Oh, Right, like that's not long for a cheese block. I feel like cheese blocks last a long time. Yeah. Or is their cheese just like super fresh? I don't I don't know. I think it might depend on the type of cheese too. Like if it's like a mozzarella, that might be a little... I feel like it was a block of like Gouda. Yeah. Well, if it's like an aged cheese... The second that's... it goes in the fridge. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like I trust their stuff so much. I and do I've, too. Most of the stuff I've had there has like never went bad. But when it does go bad, I'm like, guys... I know, I'm like... Joe... <laughs> I'm sorry. I I probably did something. (laughs) Yeah, you literally returned the green beans like without. I didn't even return them. I was just like, oh, well, my my fault. I'll just come buy more. I I picked the wrong bunch. My only gripe with them, and I've seen this like in the news and stuff. Say it. So I don't mean to to seem like I'm regurgitating headlines. I've always thought this. Trader Joe's is canceled. No, they just use so much plastic. I just saw that recently on Instagram. Instagram. And I'm sure they're going to do something about it because, like, Mm -hmm. they're great. Well, I've been seeing all of these ads for, like, people that are wrapping their food in banana leaves. Oh, that's that's weird. No, like, they're using banana leaves to, like, keep the food fresh. It's, like, happening in Asia in places. Well, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just, like, I have, like, cotton bags that I use. Like, we could just do that. We don't need to, like, chop down a cherry tree and (laughs) i don't know wrap it in branches (laughs) twigs sir would you like i don't want to i don't want to have to eat the packaging i just i mean that's actually kind of cool maybe i don't well that's the whole thing is like they're making fruit is yeah they're making editable packaging yeah just like Like a banana (laughs) or fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah just you just take a few bananas unpeel them put them in a bowl mush them up together and then wrap your salami in it and then you eat the peel (laughs) Yeah, then you eat the peel, and then everything else goes bad. Oh, that's gross. But no, they're like using like banana leaves on like things like fish that don't necessarily uh. need like to be vacuum sealed in plastic. Yeah. Like they're finding just like a bunch of different ways. And also seaweed has become really popular hmm. to like wrap food. Maybe I'm actually thinking of seaweed and <laughs> not the banana leaves oh wrapper. God. 
It's just like things that pass by your feed on Instagram. What the fuck is a banana leaf? The but banana I'm, peel. I don't think a banana leaf is a banana peel. Because I've never called a banana peel a banana leaf. <laughs> That's just me. Bananas grow in bunches, so there are no leaves on that tree. There might be leaves on it. Yeah, like, but at the bottom, like, they're like weeds. Like, they're not, there's, <laughs> it's not like a tree of bananas, like an apple tree. It's like a bunch that sprouts up, like, almost looks like a palm tree, but yeah. instead of palms coming out, it's like banana leaves. Oh. A group of banana, <laughs> banana bunches. I don't know. I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid, and they're always chopping down banana Plantain bunches. Plantain trees. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. But aren't they the same? They're in the same family. They're in the same family, but they are very different. They are vastly different in taste. Yes. I'll tell you that. Plantains are a starch and bananas are like a sweet starch. Oh, they're considered a starch? Yeah, I think so. Because they're basically like potatoes. Like I yeah. eat fried plantains a lot because like, you can just like yeah. mash them up, press them, like throw them in a thing. And then they become like French fries because like, they have more starch in them. Like they never grow as long or like become as like supple as a banana. Yeah. And they, they never get to the sweetness point. Although there are sweet plantains, but I think those taste like donkey dick. So I was going to say, I remember in high school, I was like, oh, these are cute little. They're like bananas, but little. No. I love these. And I l- spit it out you can't as bite I was into driving. Them. Yeah. I was like, Bleh. anyway. Yeah. I just thought like when you eat it, when it's not ripe, it's really good for your diet. It's like a natural probiotic. Oh. Like when it's like green. But then when you eat it, when it's like brown it's bad for you because it's, it's like very sugary, sugary. Yeah. yeah it's like isn't that weird that like a fruit can be both yeah you know that little traitor yeah all of a sudden it becomes a dessert and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden. 70 cacao and all of a sudden we're fat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. speaking of fat oh my god long distance relationships yeah i put on so much weight did you after the long distance relationship ended oh i lost weight when we were actually I was going to say, I was not like, if anything, I was like, I got to channel my aloneness into doing something productive. Exercise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I, I didn't exercise. I just like really didn't eat. Oh. Like I would have like quinoa with fried egg on top and like maybe good. a glass of whiskey. And that was like all I oh. ate for the day. Balanced. Yeah. Balanced meal. And I lost like Fifty pounds? Are you kidding? Yeah, like so. Right now, I weigh like two fifteen. As you know, what when guys tell me how much they weigh, (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if you're trying to impress me. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. No, like when, yeah. So like right now, I weigh like two fifteen, and I'm a little bit overweight compared to where I want to be right now. Okay, but when I was first dating Jack and the true like I should be 200 okay so that's for me I think I should be 200 okay I want to be 180 because like I have body issues but when I was dating Jack I was 170 so from 170 to 215 is a significant that's a jump 45 pounds yeah why do you think that happened like why I don't really know like I think I honestly like gained the weight because I was in the long distance relationship and I was just stressed all the time Mm -hmm. but it was a different type of stress like the loneliness stress that I didn't really eat and like I was kind of sad and like I didn't feel my sadness by like eating food and like behaving poorly I just sort of like didn't eat focused on work just distracted myself and for some reason eating wasn't a part of that which is like crazy to think of now because whenever I need to distract myself I just that's all I do have a giant pizza to myself Uh, yeah so I don't know I feel like 
But long distance relationships are so interesting and like very challenging. And I know that you were in one. Was. Paul's home now. My boyfriend has a has a job where he has to work internationally for like six months at a time. Last year, he was in France for about four months. This year, he was in London for around six. So it's been, you know, the past two years have been like back and forth of of long distance relationship and um, having him 20 minutes away. So it's been different, but I think it's been really good for our relationship. And how long were you and Jack long distance? So we were long distance from the end of 2015 to the beginning of 2017. Oh my so gosh. It was, it was a year and a half. Yeah. Like, so it was actually like less time than you guys in total, but we never had the opportunity to know each other together. Like, mm. so we were always long distance until we got married. So that's, like, that's like very rare. I think I don't, yeah. I'm not a relationship expert, but I feel like, you know, most relationships take the course of like you meet and then you're together for a significant amount of time. And then there's something that makes you stay together, but if you still have Go to be further. long distance. Yeah. So yeah. like what made you, what made you take it on? I don't know. So like we, we met each other. We had known each other for a week on the cruise ship. I knew that he was special. And at that time I had told my friends that I loved him, but obviously I couldn't tell him. Freak. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know at the end of the week, but I just like knew that I loved him and like I needed to make it happen like oh, in whatever so way and I think he came along a little bit later um but which is like funny so I just told him on his last day of the cruise ship that I said I don't know what this relationship is but like I need us to continue talking like mm. I don't know I just don't want you out of my life yet I don't want seven days to go by in Bermuda and then just like have it end from there. Like there's more to our story than right now. So you just like, you knew it was some type of fate that you guys were supposed to be together kind of thing. I, yeah, I don't know. Like I think it was just like the most massive coincidence. Yeah. You know, that we just happened to be on the same ship. We happened to be in the right mind to like connect. And we happened to like spend time together on the ship. Because there's thousands of people on a cruise ship. Like who knows yeah. that you're going to run into someone else. So we like were together that whole week and then in between the time after the cruise and when he first came to Philly, about like two months had passed. So we had two months that we were like talking regularly and whatever. And mm -hmm. then he came to Philly for five days. And then from there, after we had that five day trip, we kind of decided like, I don't know that we're going to be exclusive exclusive right now, but we're definitely going to continue talking because like, he came all the way here. He stayed with me the entire five days. That was like before really any of my family knew about him really. And then it was like, okay, so what goes on from now? Mm -hmm. So then we had a three month break where we saw each other. Like, so then after three months, I jumped on the cruise ship and spent another week with him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So like that was sort of how we arrived at the decision of long distance. But like that time in between, especially from when I first met him to like the first time we hung out, I was like, is he going to book the flight? Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, sure that's gonna. a lot of stress and like unknown. Cause you don't even really know him. No. And like, you know, of course, like I called my mom right after I got off the cruise ship and I was like, mom, I met a boy. And she's like, 
well, you know, those cruise ship boys, they just, you know, tend to flirt and they tend to misbehave. And I was like, I, 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 okay. Yeah. Well, I'm crushed, but, um, you know, I was like, whatever, obviously it worked out. But, um, so the waiting for him to book that flight, which was really only five days after the cruise felt like three years. Oh my God. I'm sure. Yeah. And then we basically like, um, kind of tried to to figure it out from there <clears throat> um and so then he came to philly for five days then i got on the cruise ship for a week and that brought us for to january so then we had been together for like five months and then at that point it was pretty much exclusive after january i think what always helps with long distance relationships too is like having a, a point to look forward to like if you were like yeah we have that week on the cruise ship together to look forward to. And it like kind of keeps things alive. <laughs> it, it like does. Yeah. Cause you're like, when is the next time I'm going to like touch you, kiss you, hold yeah, you? Yeah. Cause you know? it's like really easy to get into your own groove and like, it's, it's a lot of effort you have to put in, in order to make sure that like you're keeping your relationship alive because otherwise honest and yeah everything yeah and so I think about like those times that we spent together at the very beginning of our relationship and I'm like oh my god like it's so weird to think of now because now that we live together every day because we were long distance for a year and a half and then we closed the distance and closed it via marriage because Mm -hmm. he's an immigrant so it was like not the ideal way to do it like I would have loved to close the distance live together and then like figure out if we wanted to get married, but it was sort of like, this is the only option. And I feel like we're going to end up together at some point anyway. Like, so why not marry him now? You know? And it was like, my friends were like, what the fuck? They're like, you proposed at 24. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like it was the only thing we could have done to like keep us together. So I feel like your relationship is also like very unique. Like your long distance is very unique because yours was somebody that you knew before and Mm -hmm. like had spent obviously a lot of time with how long did you guys date before Paul got the job where you had to go into the distance? I always have to like think about our timeline. So Paul and I met at the end of 2014, but we didn't start dating until 2015. Then he oh, left. So we like started dating the same time. Oh, you, we did. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Me and you. Okay. Me and you. Yeah. Me. And, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but like our couple. So when we were dating. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so then we started dating in, like, November, and then he left for France in 2018, it was. Okay. Yeah. So we had been dating for, like, three years, two years, two and a half years. So it was definitely... It was pretty established at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we just had, like, we had a really good foundation, I think, in our relationship that... Yeah. And yeah. I was always like, I don't... This was for his career, and I was right. like, I don't want to hold you back and he had always supported me with anything I wanted to do with work and then you don't want your partner to like ever resent you in life either yeah so So how could could you say no to like him pursuing something in his career that was obviously very important to him yeah so it's like you just have to I think with our relationship I was like okay there's an end in sight like it's not like he's gonna be there forever but it kind of started to turn into like well felt like forever well so then he was in france and then they were like oh we'll also come to england and i was like but you could also come to america (laughs) (laughs) yeah hello i'm here this place is cool yeah yeah (laughs) 
you know, we've had a lot of really cool experiences that I wouldn't have been able to have if he didn't work in a different country. Um, so that part's cool. But I think it really helped me grow as an individual and not to be a yeah. giant cornball. But I'm like, I am super independent. And maybe like to a fault, because like sometimes when, you know, you're in a long distance relationship and you're really independent, it's easy to like not give that person enough attention. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So like it's something you have to be conscious of. Yeah, I think so. Um, I feel the same way, but I also like because we didn't date together, I'm like, would I never have gotten independent? Like, like. Was I already independent because we started in a long distance relationship? Hmm. Like, did you find that you were, did you find that you were less independent when you were with Paul and when he was living 20 minutes away? Or did you find that you became, you were always independent, but you really like found out how independent you were like once you guys were long distance? Yeah, no, that's a good question because I think when he was close, I and the type of person in a relationship that's like, I live to like go out of my way for that person. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like when that happens, you're just naturally, there's less time to focus on yourself. Yes. So you're constantly focused on like what you can do to like excite them, give them a cute gift, take them out to dinner, surprise them for their birthday. Exactly. Like Mm -hmm. I was always like, Oh, well I'll come over and I'll make dinner and I'll like do all these things. But like, then that didn't leave time for me to like go to the gym or like make sure like things that I wanted to be done for myself. Like really when Paul was gone, um, I read so much more Hmm. Hmm. and like Paul is a, he reads constantly Hmm. and I never like wanted to read. Like he would always be (laughs) like, he'd like put, I feel like I might've told you this to like put my book out like by my side of the bed and be like, like read. And I'm like, I, I don't think you I'm like, I don't want to read. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, that's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, so like, it's just like allowed me to focus more on myself and I didn't have to worry about, not that that was ever an expectation in our relationship that like I had to make him a dinner and I no. always had to come over. Just no. stuff like I wanted to do because I wanted to be a good girlfriend. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That's funny. Yeah, because Jules was just talking about that on the last podcast that after she moved in with Mike, like she or, or once he got his own place and then she moved in like this whole thing of just like she's like, I feel like sometimes I fall into like these gender roles of like cooking and cleaning and mm. how like I don't want that. And I feel like when you're in a long distance relationship, there's absolutely no way to no. fall into <laughs> to gender roles. It doesn't matter like who texts first, who gets who a birthday no. present, who like like there's no it's just like, what can we do to be closer? Because this fucking physical distance, the mileage between us is so far. And you guys dealt with the same thing that Paul and I dealt with too, which was another layer, which was the time difference. The time difference. Dude, it sucks. Like I'm waking up and he's on his lunch break. And I don't think that people realize how difficult that is. Because the window of time, like, the, of course, the added aspect that makes it easier is iMessaging, FaceTiming, Gchat, you know, whatever it is. Right. That didn't exist when right. our grandparents right. were in our age. But, I mean, you really only have, like, a couple hours. And, that you can connect. And if yeah. you're both working, mm-hmm. it's not 
those that window keeps shrinking. Mm -hmm. So I found the 12 hour difference much easier than the six hour difference. Like the six, seven, that's like London and Paris. Uh Like, cause I know you went through the same thing. It's like, okay, you're waking up and if you wake up at five, great, then you can catch them on their lunch break. And if you talk to them on your, on their lunch break, then it's like, okay, what at that point it's like, seven eight nine at night for them depending mm-hmm. on what time you take lunch and daylight savings and then if you try to catch catch them after work it's midnight and they're right. probably asleep and it fucking sucks right like, and then i mean i think what makes it work is just like having oh uh, this is the time like so like what mm-hmm, paul and i did mm-hmm. was i would work through my lunch break and leave work at four okay okay and then i would catch him like right before he was going to to bed bed. okay yeah so like it still kind of wasn't ideal but like we both sacrificed a little bit in order just to like talk to each other because we just couldn't talk during the day i was especially this year like i was starting a new role at work i didn't want to be like on my phone and or on Gchat and I wanted to focus mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. was like totally respectful of that. Yeah. And think about like, I don't know if, if you've never been in a long distance relationship, if you think to that time where you talk to your significant other, are you the best person or the best version of yourself as you're leaving work or about to go to bed? Yeah. Like probably the complete opposite. Well, that's that. And it's also <laughs> yeah. like we would FaceTime and I would be like leaving work and I'm like a grease ball and I'm like, I yeah, want to look yeah. And he's nice. like, mm, like yeah, snoozy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, that other added pressure to it of like, you don't see your partner every day. And like, this is the hour that they get to see you. Maybe Mm -hmm. this, the fifth, sometimes we would talk for like 10, 15 minutes just to like, just talk at least. Yeah. So it's like, you want to like, and if this is what he's going to remember, you want to make sure like you look nice. Yeah. You look nice or your attitude. I know that's superficial, but like. I mean, I I think it's funny because like I I have talked to some of my friends about this before. Like when you're in a long distance relationship, like when you haven't seen them in a while, you want a new outfit, you yeah. want new makeup, you want like new shoes. Snatched. Yeah, you want to be snatched, and that's a perfect word to describe it. Like. You, you want to look so crisp mm-hmm. because like who knows the next time you're going to see them and you want that memory of you in person to be like, wow, they looked great. They were funny. They weren't tired. But like, that's not reality. No. Like, we would hang out for three days and I'd be like, I'm hungover. Yeah. And it's like, that's just like the way that life is. And so they're going to see you at your bad moments, but it's really... I felt particularly insecure when like Jack would see me in my bad moments, but my bad moments were like, oh my God, we only get to see each other for once every three months in person. Mm -hmm. So like these three months have to be perfect, but, Mm -hmm. uh, or these, these three days in between these three months have to be perfect, but always his like skin would break out before we, cause he was stressed. (gasps) Yeah. He was like stressed about seeing me cause he wanted it to be perfect. My, my skin doesn't react the same way, but like, my IBS would. So oh, like God. between his skin and my IBS, it was like, what possibly could That's love, we, man. yeah, it's <laughs> fucking love. And like, I remember, you know, the first time that like we were going through the distance and it had been probably like four or five months of us talking. I think it was on that, that first cruise that I got on. Um, Cause we would talk like, Every day we tried every day when it was the right time zone, we would talk every day over my lunch break and like the Wi-Fi was 
<clears throat> shit. Like the fucking, you know, like it was never good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like cutting in and out. FaceTime was like not good. It was I was like using, FaceTiming a pixel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I could just see like his tooth and his eye, you know? <laughs> You're like freeze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like we would just try to make it work and like audio would kind of work, but like not really. We would text in the morning or before he would go to sleep because that was like the only time that worked. Um, and especially on the cruise ship, the Wi-Fi was not strong. Um, but I just think about like when we realized that we loved each other, it was while we were long distance. Oh, really? Yeah. So like we used to say like, <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing. We used to say like, I opposite hate you. <laughs> you freaks. <laughs> but that was like our way that's of so saying cute. I love you because we wanted to save the I love you for in person. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's so sweet. So like. I forget the one day I think like he, we were talking about how much we liked each other or something. And he was like, well, like, you know what I really want to say? And I was like, I think I might. And he was like, yeah, I opposite hate you. And I was like, so cute. Yeah. And then like, I said it back. I was like, I opposite hate you too. And it was just like really weird to like, say, I love you. And then the first thing we did when we saw each other after those like five months was like, say, I love you. And I, but I feel like that made us strong because that made us wait. That made us, be sure that we were like positive about like each other in our relationship. And it made us make sure that like we weren't doing something stupid. Cause at that point we had known each other for six months. Like how much yeah. can you know when you've only spent two weeks with somebody? Well, I think too, with you guys, you had though it probably felt like you didn't, you had a relationship that had more time to be built on an emotional connection rather right. than like mm-hmm. just a pure lust physical connection. There was, there was, there was none of that. Well, that's like, yeah. that's, I mean, that's just what makes, I'd imagine what makes a good marriage because that's the lust part fades. Yeah. So they say, <laughs> it, it, well, that's funny. Cause like the lust part has never been a big part of our relationship. Yeah. Like, Cause it's never, it's never been something that like we've been able to have. Yeah. So like after we moved in together, of course, like those first like few days you're together, yeah. you're like, yeah, and you're like <laughs> kissing and all over each other. But like, we never relied on sex to get us through our relationship. Like we never were able to have makeup sex when we would argue because out of a year and a half, like there was never any of that physical intimacy. You know, if we fought in person, of course, but like there was no like, physical intimacy of expression there was no physical intimacy of like making up there was like no opportunity to be like is this just lust it Mm -hmm. was purely emotional and I've never thought about that because now I think I'm like oh we're married and I'm like now we're together so like I feel like we should be intimate more often but really like the way we relate the way we built our relationship was off of relation of a relationship, not in physical characteristics mm-hmm. and not in physical intimacy, but like, <laughs> isn't it weird when you like first get together and you're trying to figure out how to be physical? It's okay. So like, it adds like, I don't want to say that the person's a stranger, uh, but uh, but it's this feeling of like you were just what I could imagine. It feels like is if somebody met someone on Tinder and was meeting them in person. Mm -hmm. Because it like feels like this person has just been this virtual... They're small. Yeah. It's like, like you were in my phone and now you're here. You're like, wow, your face is big. (laughs) I used to say that a lot. I'd be like, your mouth is like different than what it looks like. Yeah, right? Like there's just like things you forgot or like no matter how long you were dating. Like even though Paul and I had dated for two years like when he had just come 
he is now back from London and he came back last Friday. Which I'm two Fridays so ago, I guess. About. I know, me too. So I hope you are. I am. Because I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Um, but like just like it's the sense of like nervousness. Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm-hmm. but I know this person. I know everything about this person. I've been dating Paul for four freaking years. And I was like, do I look okay? Like it's kind of kind of cool. It's like I always felt because it was like usually for us it was three to five months was like the time that we the time in between we saw each other and I always felt like I was like I hope he like remembers what I look like naked see I always hope he forgets (laughs) (laughs) that was good that was really good yeah I mean same (laughs) you look different thank god because <laughs> i haven't even been eating <laughs> right? yeah. i've been starving myself so i look better for you that like i i do feel like i i don't think i starved myself but i do think i was like conscious of like when he comes back i want him to be like yeah like, she's fierce that's my hot girlfriend like and it was all worth it <laughs> i don't know what was more gay me going <laughs> She's, She's fierce, or I've got a hot girlfriend. <laughs> um, so Sorry, I'm Paul. I'm a freak. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like totally true. Like you want your body to be on point. Yeah. Like, you want the sex to be on point. You want to make sure you're like still a good kisser. Because like you haven't oh, kissed d- anyone. Oh my in god, months. I never even thought about that. Oh really? I hope I was still a good kisser. Well, I guess you kissed him beforehand. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. So like, no, we never kissed. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like those people on TLC that no, like get married. No, and then kiss. no, that I watched that. Do you think they tell them to act that way, or they just actually lick each other's like mustaches? I mean, I feel like I don't. <laughs> I, when I had my first kiss, I think I was in seventh grade. Yeah. I don't think I did that. I don't think I acted in that way. Yeah. So like, no. I think it's a bit of theatrics. I do know that the first girl I ever kissed, we like <laughs> just both had our mouths open the whole time. Like there was no like, you know, when you kiss, you sort of like open and close your mouth. Yeah, I think like we just sort of like locked hole. like, <laughs> and then it was just like the tongues did their thing and like we would open our eyes. <laughs> so weird. In seventh grade, we used to like trade boyfriends. We'd be like, oh, he's my boyfriend this week. Oh, no, he's my boyfriend, which sounds really gross. (laughs) But when you're in seventh seventh grade, all you're really doing is writing his name in your notebook. And you're like, look, guys, look what I did. So Mm -hmm. I had this one boyfriend, quote unquote, and I broke up with him because he kissed me. (gasps) And then he went to French kiss me. And I was like, we're done. (laughs) Really? Feminist since seventh grade. I guess. I was like, you didn't ask. Yeah. Uh, hello. Respect my body. No, mostly because it was at a dance and like my sister was oh, there. Oh, no. No, no, My no. sister was no there public, and she no. saw it and I was like, she's going to tell mom. And I was like, oh, no, we broke up. Is this the sister you, that you watched Quince with? Yeah, this is Kate. She wouldn't have told your mom. Oh, she, Kate would have <laughs> sold me to the devil. I like, thought you guys had a bond. We do now. But like when no. we were in middle school, she was like. Yeah, that's my sister. She's a freak. Only, yeah. She was now like, she's like, oh my God, you're so cool. Can we be friends? And I'm like, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> DM me. <laughs> no, but um, the other part that's really cool about like dating Paul and my sisters and my family and like they all get along so well. Because you oh. like, it's just another element that like makes your life so much easier. Yeah. And, like, makes 
if a relationship feels like effortless, then doing something like long distance doesn't seem like that big of a feat. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're, they know how much you guys care about each other and how much you respect each other. So like, you're just going to continue to do the relationship and they're happy for you. Cause they're like, well, good. I'm glad you didn't let it break it up. Like, they're like, I'm glad he's still around. Yeah. So my, my sister, Kate had also been in a long distance relationship with her boyfriend for, Mm. well, now her fiance. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. So I, but I want to say they, so they dated for like two years in college. Then they were long distance for like six years. Holy fuck. I could never. Nope. So like a year and a half, I was like, let's get married. I I know. I like Paul would come back and be like, either come back now or (laughs) let's just forget it. No. (laughs) but you need to get on that next plane to I'm like why don't you just get a new passport while you're at it if you're just gonna stay there yeah you're like Paris how's Russia you're you're basically (laughs) there yeah just change the way you talk and oh you love London oh you do do you like the crepes do you like the fish and chips why don't you just fucking stay there yeah like oh London's so cosmopolitan I'm sorry (laughs) um no but like I it was really great to have Kate because mm. long, shiny example. Yeah, and like long distance relationships of course have challenges. Right. And I would talk to Kate about that and in talking with her I'd be like, "Who am I to complain to you? You dated someone for 6 years long distance. Like I can't imagine." I also feel like it doesn't matter if it's like 6 years or 6 months. It doesn't matter if it's a thousand miles or 10,000 miles, like any amount of that distance is just like fully murderous to the soul. And it's still like the same elements of you have to put effort in. You have to, Yes. you have those same feelings that you and I had talked about of like, you know, wanting to be your best for that person Mm -hmm. and like being self-sufficient and all that stuff. It still plays a part no matter Yeah. So what do you think was like one of the things that you learned most about yourself being independent? Like what was something that maybe you found that you loved? Like you picked up reading. Yeah. Like were there other things that you realized about yourself as you were like going through the long distance stuff that you feel were like particularly profound or could help other people? Yeah. I think one of the things that I learned most was like something that I think we always hear all the time of like, it's so lame but mm-hmm. putting yourself first yeah. because yeah. I am always in every relationship I've always been in I am like whether it be a friendship or a love relationship I am like a people pleaser till the end of time mm-hmm. to the point where I'll put that person before myself time over time yeah and time over time time after time <laughs> If time lost, I will Cindy Lauper? You will find me. <laughs> um, but time after time. time. You lost. You look in my I will be waiting. Time after time. Do they sing that in the office? I don't time know. Time after time. I love the office. I love the office. But anyway, so like just putting, taking time for yourself and making sure that you're like, yeah, I love you and I'm going to still make you dinner but also like I want to make sure that I'm going to the gym and doing what I want to do and if I have time then yeah I'll make you dinner too or whatever it is I I totally feel the same way I feel like Jack and I have a really good way of communicating with each other 
around what's important to us and what our passions are. And I think that I'm better because I kind of feel like I was the one that was left. Like I know it's a two person thing and mm-hmm. I don't want that to sound selfish or come off like he didn't also have to go through the different, the, the distance, but I felt like I was the one alone because I was the one who like remained where I was while he traveled the world. Oh, and like, I don't want to say that on Paul either that like he didn't also feel alone. I know, but I, I feel, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm the one you left. Yeah. You know, like you could have been here yeah. with me and it's sometimes you're like, not. yeah. And it was sometimes this like jealous kind ofness. And oh, did you feel that? I, I just, I, totally, I felt, I totally did. I felt jealous in the sense that like he was having these experiences and he was happy and I wasn't there. Like I wasn't a part of that, a part of what was making him happy. I never felt yeah. oh. jealous of like, yeah, you felt that too. I, you, I just like got goosebumps. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, it was never you know, he would be like, he always hung out with his coworkers. I met them, which I'm sure really helped me feel comfortable. The same thing. Yeah. When I jumped on the cruise ship and got to actually see the people that Jack was talking about every day, I was like, oh, yeah, you're not off with these strangers. Yeah. They're people too. And then yeah. I feel like once people know you too, like there's this other, I, maybe this is me being hopeful, but there's an, a layer of like respect. Mm-hmm. And you'd hope that like those people would you know, not put your partner in like a compromising situation. A hundred percent. Like you would think that, and that's like definitely, that was like a, a light statement that you made, <laughs> but it's like definitely something to unpack because I totally had a fear of like getting cheated on. And it's not because I didn't trust Jack. It's just because like he was in a situation where he was constantly tempted and I feel like meeting his coworkers was like a well, they liked me, so they would yeah. never let him do anything. They'd be like, stupid. "Don't do that to Paul." <laughs> yeah, because they think you're like they're just like your friends here, yeah. and like like uh, like we had a, a great relationship, and we had like our our fair share of challenges like during the distance. But it was that comfort feeling of like after six months when I first met the people that he was living with, spending his every day with, I was like, Oh, I get a sense of your life now. Now I can put a face to that story. Like when he's like, Oh, I went out with blah, blah, blah for drinks. You're like, Oh, guess it was fun. Yeah. But then when you get to know that person, it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, like how's their mom? How's their, yeah, their, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, whatever. I loved like, on the cruise ship, especially like whenever I would be there, there was someone else who was also in a long distance relationship. I would like take that person and be like, let's, let's just be besties. <laughs> and like, I don't know that they always wanted that, but sorry, I just totally felt like what you said yeah, about no. like, there's a certain level of trust that you have to have, especially like you have to know the coworkers, you have to know the people that they're around. And it seems silly because it's not that you don't trust that person, but you just want to know what they're doing every day. So like, mm-hmm. it's okay to feel jealous that like they're sort of living, which is what Paul was doing was probably a little bit of a dream of yours, you know, yeah. to like, it might still be a dream of yours to like live internationally, work internationally. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know if it is though. That's mm. weird. Like living in another country, like, I just visiting him for a week, I was just like, 
I'm ready to go home. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to have like, I'm a very particular person. I like certain things. I like knowing where I am. And <laughs> yeah. that is yeah. something that's yeah. very specific yes. to me. No, I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I like to know where I am. I like to know. On a map, I'd like to know every, every town in the biggest, like but the square mile. I like, I like being in a familiar routine is okay. what I'm getting at, I guess. And Paul is very like, He's like a chameleon. He can really adapt. And you, you could drop him in yeah. Iran and he'd be like... I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so his... Maybe maybe it has something to do oh, with Kuwait. like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a big Baghdad guy. <laughs> no, he is not. God. <laughs> a little bit of Cairo. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get... A, <laughs> I'll get his visa revoked for life if I keep <laughs> yeah. talking about that. I'll think I'm like a POW. Yeah, right? Oh my God, stop. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, he's back now. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I but... I used to have dreams that Jack would like get lost at sea, so... Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think like if you're... If you consider yourself a jealous person, like while that person's here in terms of you can't trust them if they go out with their friends and you're not there, it ain't gonna work for you distance will kill you yeah distance will kill that relationship yeah you will not get stronger i don't think and that's like a general statement assuming that people feel a certain way yeah but i think you're so on the nose about that like if there was any insecurity going into the relationship of being long distance i don't think we would have made it through it now we generated our own insecurities while in the long distance relationship but like i think that's very different than being like i don't think this person's for me let's try distance Mm -hmm. you know like you obviously had a strong connection with paul before he chose to go long distance Mm -hmm. and you were like oh we could try out this first little bit you know and then like see where we go from there and then obviously like your relationship got stronger and i think for a lot of people who are in long distance relationships, they go through these periods of weakness and they think their relationship is getting weaker. Yet now looking back on it a year and a half or two years, over two years later, I'm like, no, every time I felt like our relationship was getting weaker, it was getting stronger because like we had to talk about that and we had to work through that. And our Mm -hmm. communication was so strong. Mm -hmm. Like how did you guys communicate through issues that you had when you were in a long distance relationship? Well, I think not having a ton of time to talk made it like that time was valuable and we don't want to waste that time with like fighting you know so we didn't even really I know that sounds fake but we rarely I can think of one time that we got in a fight and it was over me being completely irrational looking back on it but it was just a matter of if if I was being irrational, I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this. No, but I feel that. Like, I think that you, you your time is so cherished. And if you can only talk 15 minutes a day, like, what yeah. the fuck is the point of fighting? Yeah. So, like, you might be mad about something like, oh, you didn't, like, text me. Or the way that you texted me was, like, kind of rude and or, like, whatever. But, like, you don't have time to worry about that in a long-distance relationship. Like, all the daily bullshit, yeah. like, you don't have time for it because, like, the most important thing is the fact that you've been able to connect that day or but that week. I think, like, it's also just, it's a test of your compatibility, too, because Paul is just so, like, thoughtful and agreeable mm. that, like, and I think I'm 
pretty like I try to be self-aware in our relationship so like if something's gonna bother me I'll be like hey that bothers me and I don't know why but it does right yeah that's a very strong thing to be able to say and and Paul's very good with being like okay I'll fix it like I'll try to not upset you or whatever like I know there was one thing with so I was gonna say was it like drinking was it partying was it yeah okay no so like um this was when he was in France but stupid French yeah like I just it was something really dumb it was like Instagram and Mm. there was like a girl following him mm-hmm. and i was Liking like his every photo. yeah and i was like paul and like it was me being completely irrational and also like being a creep like mm-hmm. st- you don't need to stalk his every move but i was just feeling like this like disconnect i guess and i felt like a lack of control and i just needed to like i wanted to just like get inside of his head and closest thing was his Instagram so I just looked through that (laughs) yeah I so feel that I um one of the the moments of like does this person like me even like why are they even tolerating me right now like why are we even why am I even keeping on this facade was like Jack and I hadn't texted in a week because he was going across the Atlantic and you lose service pretty much the whole time was there's no island that you stop at there's no nothing it's seven days at sea and the only wi-fi is the ship wi-fi which is absolutely horrible and so like we hadn't talked in seven days and i remember sitting next to some of my coworkers at work and being like i'm dying like oh that's a long time yeah like seven <laughs> days without especially in a new relationship like i was in a new like, relationship and like in our era of constant communication constant and i just remember being like oh my god and then he landed in morocco and like what I would have thought is the first thing he did would, would be text me and be like, hey, I landed in Morocco. Oh my God, this is breaking my heart. He posted an Instagram. Okay, th- fuck you, Jack. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, okay. Yeah. He's in the other room right now. Fuck you, Jack. Yeah, But he posted an Instagram and was like this beautiful picture of him like touring Morocco. So like he probably got off the ship, toured Morocco, saw a bunch of cool stuff, stopped at a cafe, got Wi-Fi, posted the picture. You really thought this through. But, well, I'm just assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like kidding, in I'm that kidding. moment, all I saw was the picture and I was like, you didn't text me first. You did this on purpose. <laughs> Seven days. I guess you're fucking someone else. And I was like, <laughs> like what? Like he wasn't even fucking me. You know, like we were so far apart. We weren't even you're exclusive. Like, That's it. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? She, they, them, whatever the fuck it is. I'm like pissed, you know? And like, it was funny. Like, cause I, the second I texted him after I saw that picture, I was like, Oh, looks like you're having so much fun. Which, Desperate. My text, desperate. Looks like you're having a great oh my God, time in Morocco. I, because you're still in that stage of like, I'm cool. I'm, I'm so cool. Like, I'm looks totally like you're having so much cool. fun. He responded and he's like, hey, I missed you this week. And I'm like, oh I'm crazy. I'm crazy. See, I was at the point in my relationship where I was like, let your fucking freak flag fly. Yes. I, who is this? Have it. Yeah. And yeah. then he was like, he like called me and he was like, Kara, like, I don't even know who that is. Like my, my Instagram's not private. I don't follow her back. She found me on a hashtag. Like, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, 
Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, but it is. You you can go down a rabbit hole. And despite all the positive experiences I have with a long-distance relationship, there were definitely those periods of negative that was just, like, really fucking difficult and, like, really challenging. And I think overall it made me better, but it was not without its moments of, like, insecurity, like not feeling great about my body, like feeling sad, like wondering if this relationship was right. Like, could I be with someone else? Would this be easier? But wondering all of those things is not different than what people wonder when they're together. Totally. So like being able to wonder those things of what it would be like, you know, if you weren't together, but staying together, I think to your point, make a stronger couple. Mm -hmm. And I know that it sounds cliche, especially for people who have never been in a long distance relationship to be like, we're stronger because of the distance. But for me, it's totally true because like I had to learn how to be independent Mm -hmm. and it's not that I wasn't independent before, but I was like at a very vulnerable time where it was like, I was sort of living on my own. Like my roommate worked night shift, like I worked day shift. Like, so like there was never, you know, like, like I had to figure out how to be okay alone. Mm -hmm. I had to figure out what my own passions were. I had to figure out how to thrive at work. I had to figure out how to deal with work or like, deal with maybe like fighting with a boss or fighting with a coworker or having a rough day and not just being able to text the person and get a response or like a vent. Right. Yeah. So I would just like talk to my friends and my friends made me a stronger person. So like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm like, I got this all by myself. My friends who are probably listening to this are like, you motherfucker. I had you crying on the phone. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, my friends, Betsy, Gab, Shelby, Sierra, I can name like (laughs) most of them. My sister. Yeah. Like, and it's just like funny because like trying to like work, my way through my friend Dan like trying to work my way through that like I was fucking bad at it you know like but but I think overall it made me strong it may have given me anxiety oh really but yeah I never had anxiety until I or I never realized I had anxiety until I was long distance but like I do think that like the anxiety made me hyper aware of who I was like the like distance made me hyper aware of who I was and I do think that it like made me better like overall yeah i think so too and you're just out of it like you're fresh out of it like two weeks but then we spent a whole week together in like in (laughs) lake geneva wisconsin little slice of heaven it actually is it's nice i mean were you with oliver and angela we we met up with them one day yeah our of the house that we rent is like six piers away from oliver's house angela you fucking bitch we love you no yes we do well i didn't know that you guys were all together i knew that marianne was with her and i was like i'm killing myself tomorrow i i I wasn't with all of them i had but but. i just do lake geneva i was like what i know that's so nice that you got to spend time i know it was great i mean the the hardest part about like our long distance relationship was that we never know when it's going to end like it's always like oh it might end now but then like oh a project gets extended so like that makes it difficult so I think towards the end I was kind of like can I just have some clarity here of like when I'm gonna see you so I can have something to like look forward to or something but you know it's just a matter of I think long distance relationships have like a weird way of making you a stronger individual yeah. What advice would you give with someone who is going through, like, what advice would you give to someone who is going through a long distance relationship right now? Like, what would you, if they were like struggling, like, what would you say? Because don't you feel like, I mean, I think every situation is different, but yeah. like, what would you say to them? I would say to 
make the most of the time that you have like with yourself because if you intend to be with this person for the rest of your life with which like I personally don't know why anyone else would date people in a long distance relationship (laughs) it's like value this is the time that you're going to have with yourself like you're never going to have that again so make sure that you're making the yourself the best version of yourself and then when your loved one comes back you're going to be the best version of yourself for that person too. And it's like just going to be positive all around. What advice would you give? Yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like you've, you've learned how to be lonely. You've learned how to like deal with poor communication. You've learned how to fight, but like solve it quickly. So you're Mm -hmm. not actually fighting. So it's like a weird thing of like what relationship would you give? It's just like, I think that's honestly the only advice I would give is like, if you're not a hundred percent sure that you could possibly marry this person, don't fucking do it. Or if you're going to do it, have a version of a relationship that's like partially open so you can maybe date or explore other people, you know, but if if you're 100% sure that this is the person you want to be with, then by all means go long distance. But like, if not, it's not worth the stress. It's yeah. not worth the time. And that's like, I think about those like funny, like cliche Hollywood movies that are like, oh, he's going off to college next year. I guess we can't be together. But it's like, it's true in the fact that it's simplified, but it's true in the fact that if you're not sure it's going to work, I wouldn't even attempt it if you really don't care about that person. Because nothing, sh- nothing is for sure. Nothing is for certain. But yeah. like you should have a really good inkling that that person could be the person that you stay with for a long time. Like, and, and I think like most people agree to being in long distance relationships because they care about that person so much. And the reason that they're doing something that forces you to be apart is like something to better themselves, like whether it be school or a career or whatever it is. So it's like find that, a fucking hobby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Break out a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly. It's like sometimes it's day by day. Like I never talked to my friends more when we were long distance, but that's not necessarily sustainable because people only can listen to you complain for like so long. And like I I cherish the friends that helped me get through that, especially my friends at work like Alyssa and Caitlin. You know, they fully helped me like make sure I could balance that distance. But like – Find a hobby for yourself, like channel your energy in yes. a positive way. Cause if not, you, you could end up like totally lost and kind of boring when that person gets back. You made me think of another thing. Um, yeah, yeah, go. Something else I did when Paul was gone was now I know I'm going to sound like a 12 year old girl that loves horses and her mom and whatever, but I journaled a lot. Yeah. And yeah. like, because sometimes you want to make sure <laughs> you want to make you love horses and you love your mom and well, you like, journal. You feel like that's like what you associate with like a 12 year old girl <laughs> or a seven year old. I don't really know. Unicorns. Yeah. Whatever. But like, because that's the other thing too. Like you don't want your relationships with your friends and your family to be you constantly like talking about your relationship. Cause like nobody really fucking cares that much. It gets real old real quick. I mean, your yeah. friends and family care about you. I'm sure. 
But they I hope. <laughs> yeah, like, but it gets old. Yeah, but it's like that's not they what can they're only, there for. Yeah, they constantly. can only talk you off the ledge so many times. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like a matter of sometimes, sometimes just like putting things down in print, whether it be about relationship work, whatever it is. Sometimes it's helpful just to like write it down and read it back and be like, eh, that's ridiculous now that I see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now right. that I wrote it down. <laughs> he didn't text me today. And when I saw he was on his phone, my message got delivered. He didn't just answer like, in 30 seconds. <laughs> just like writing the word Instagram is like, <laughs> oh my God. You're like, what am I doing? Real big wake up call. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that that's good advice. So I feel like, I hope that this episode like opened up other people to us a little bit and the idea of a long distance relationship, but also like, I feel like people got to know us a little bit better. Yeah. A significant part of me. Peel is back Jack. the layers, of course. Peel back that onion. Mm. Mm. Peel <laughs> back that toast. Yeah. Seriously, this that toast is like gross. rock hard. Yeah. Peel back the yeah. Peel sorry. back that toast. But um Kara, thank you for joining us this evening. Paul, thanks for having me. And thanks for the cheese. It was Yeah, we ate a lot of it. I'm I'm glad that you didn't take a before picture because that would have been, I know my theme last time was saying dark and that would have been dark if people saw the tragedy. My face is swelled up. I feel like I don't think there's gluten in cheese, but I feel like there might be. I feel like a little puffy. I feel like like I have celiacs. (laughs) Puff, puff, pass. (laughs) I don't know what that means. That's like a joint. I know. I know. But this has been another episode of yeah. Let's Unpack That. Yeah. With Kara. Yeah. And Paul. Yay. Um, Kara, thank you so much for coming back. Of course. I know everybody's a fan. I'm surprised. <laughs> that was shocking. But please, if you have more good feedback, let me know. Because I haven't been, you know, receiving a lot of love because I've been in a long distance relationship. So. <laughs> <laughs> So please, and I love attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please compliment me. Um, yeah. So if you are interested in listening to more, Kara was on episodes four, five, six, and seven. Really? Yeah. We wait. Cut, there were that many. We cut that shit four, into five, four six, episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Four, Damn. five, six, and seven. Childhood guilt, Disney Channel original movies, grandparents, grandparents. and unpacking you oh, and yeah. other shit. Yeah, yeah. So those four episodes I think were really good, um, and it was fun because we recorded them all in a row. Um, so you got to see how deep we got towards the last one, which was Disney Channel. We were off movies. our rocker. Yeah. If you want to know the progression of insanity, that was it. That was it, yeah. And like this night feels surprisingly tame compared yeah. to sitting on your floor. It could have been we had gin last time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of wine. I mean, you, you have. You, yeah, you've really <laughs> respected yourself and I'm proud of Well, I'm going to drive, so yeah. I don't want like road rage, you know. No. I don't want drunk road rage. I've yeah. never experienced that, but I don't <laughs> I, feel like it would be good. I, whenever I've had a little bit to drink and I've gotten behind the wheel of a car, I'm like, woo like it's never like that yeah. it's not like road rage you're pretty soothed you're pretty just like, soothed. I'm just just fall like asleep. let me put on let's unpack that <laughs> podcast and just listen to myself I love doing that I love it's like one of my favorites yeah it's a good one yeah you guys should like totally listen to episodes you guys should like and follow and <laughs> yeah all that. yeah and definitely follow us on Instagram um, we've gotten some really good feedback so far um, and so you can send us a DM it's at let's unpack that underscore podcast um, or you can email us directly at let's unpack that pod at gmail.com also if you want to get on this podcast and be a guest i feel like that would be really fun what you can do that 
I think so. I should have just emailed you. You should have. I'm standing by. Um, but if you want to unpack with Kara and I, unpack with Jules and I, or Jack and I, there's always a group of us that are available. So um, we appreciate you listening thus far. And we would really be curious for your comments. So please subscribe, rate, like, everything. Yes, God. Bye.